established July 30, 1729, and sitting on ancestral Piscataway and Susquehannock lands, Baltimore, Maryland was a major port city and is highlighted by the 39-mile-long Patapsco River. This river was the site of the 1814 Battle of Fort McHenry and where Francis Scott Key wrote the Star-Spangled Banner. Baltimore is the first city to open a public aquarium and is the birthplace of the first commercial railway connecting the east to the west. Major highways crossing over and through Baltimore include 83, 95, 695, and 895. The following takes place primarily in the Cherry Hill section of Baltimore, which is in the south central part of city lines. The area is on the water, close to parks, blocks away from two medical centers, and has recreational spaces, grocery stores, schools, a daycare center, and more. Baltimore is designed as cities within cities, so it would be easy to create a life in one section without going far in your day-to-day. 22-year-old Akia Shanta Eggleston lived in the Harbor City townhomes in the Cherry Hill section, sharing a street-accessible end-unit townhome with another young woman. She was a mother to a two-year-old daughter and eight months pregnant with her son. With her difficult pregnancy and frequent visits with her doctors, it was good to have the medical center so close. Despite the bed rest ordered by her medical team, she was very excited about her upcoming baby shower, scheduled for May 7, 2017, between 12 and 4 p.m. When she didn't show up for her baby shower, family and friends went to her home to check on her. When calls to her phone went straight to voicemail and they saw no sign of her, they reported Akia as missing to the police right away. Because she was an adult, the police gave her time to respond, but two days later on May 9th, Maryland's Missing Persons Unit, or MPU, went to investigate. Between the family and MPU searching her apartment, they discovered no signs of forced entry and found some of her items missing, but some things still left behind, as if she was in the middle of moving out but was unable to finish. There were indications and slight damage to the walls. It looked like furniture had been moved around and out of the unit. Her debit card was found in the bushes next to the short set of stairs leading to her apartment. An odd place to find this, it must have been a hasty departure. 12.52 p.m., May 3rd, 2017. Bank surveillance footage shows Akia alive for the last time. Later that day, at 5.22 p.m., she sent a friend the baby shower invite through Facebook Messenger. This is the last known outgoing communication Akia initiated. There has been no electronic or financial trail since that day. She has not made one attempt to contact her daughter, and this her family knows would never happen voluntarily. The FBI, National Crime Information Center, and National Missing and Unidentified Person System have all been searched repeatedly with no positive results. For years, her family agreed to interviews advocating for justice and joining hands with the Black and Missing Foundation, desperate to find answers, her body, and her son, and quiet their minds. 
tormented every day by the not knowing her family struggled without her. But in October 2023, they felt a piece of justice, possibly the most they would get at this point. Michael Robertson was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences for the murder of Akia Eggleston and their unborn son. Authorities believed he was the only person who had the motive and opportunity to harm them. Michael Robertson first met Akia when his grandmother used to babysit her in the 90s. In the summer of 2016, Michael was 35 when he reconnected with the now adult Akia at a party being held for a mutual friend. He was in a relationship with a woman named Haley, who was close in age to Akia, and who gave birth to her and Michael's second child a few months later in August of that year. Michael tried to maintain relationships with both women, which led to Akia's pregnancy, but it became too toxic and Haley asked him to leave her home. With nowhere else to go, he began staying with Akia in April 2017, just one month before her baby shower. Akia confirmed to a friend via Facebook Messenger on May 1st that she was hoping to secure a new place on Mount Street in Baltimore, 10 to 15 minutes north of her current apartment and closer to the central area of the city. She and Michael would live there together and get settled, hopefully before the baby arrived. The next day, Michael sent Akia blurry photos of the interior of the place he found, saying he would resend them differently, but she trusted that he had found a nice place for them to raise their family and went to get the money orders toward the $900 deposit. When she called him to confirm that she had the money ready, he didn't answer, so she gave him the update through Facebook Messenger. A little later that afternoon, close to the 4 o'clock hour, Akia was speaking on the phone with a friend and confided in them the fact that she didn't fully trust Michael, knowing he was in a relationship with at least one other person, but that she wanted to see where things would go because he was promising to pay for the apartment going forward after she helped with the deposit. He also planned to get them a car. Unbeknownst to Akia, and at the same time, Michael was searching the internet for a way to cash money orders in Baltimore. Soon after this, Akia was trying to get more cash from the ATM, but both transactions were declined. Records show that she and Michael were texting each other, but the details of the messages are unknown because her phone was never recovered and he had gotten a new phone soon after her disappearance and before a search warrant had been issued. Michael was working this day, but he arrived at Akia's house by 4.15 p.m., and she got home around 5.20 p.m. At 6.05, she posted a photo on Facebook of her belly. Exactly one minute later, Michael and Haley began communicating via text and Facebook Messenger that continued until late that Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, May 3rd. During this exchange between Michael and Haley, which we can only imagine was extremely heated, a friend of Akia's asked her at 10.32 p.m. via Facebook Messenger if she had made it to drop off the deposit for the new place, and she replied right away that she hadn't, but she would be going the next day. We know she was unable to get the remaining 450 cash out of the ATM for the rest of the deposit, so we are not sure how they plan to secure the apartment, since there are text messages between Akia and Michael that could not be recovered. 
Exactly 10 minutes after Akia's response to her friend, Michael is still begging Haley to calm down, saying he was making his way over to her house to help smooth things over. But records show he didn't leave Akia's apartment during this time. By 6.30 a.m. Wednesday, May 3rd, Michael was back at work in Glen Burnie at Federal Interiors Group, a furniture installation company. He communicated with both women that day, having an early morning call with Haley for 11 minutes and texting with Akia throughout the day. At 12.52 p.m., the bank surveillance footage shows Akia depositing the two money orders she obtained the day before and a paycheck. She claimed the landlord only wanted cash, which was a very odd reason, and this stuck out to the teller who knew Akia from high school. The money orders weren't made out to anyone yet either. She immediately withdrew $4.50 in cash to take with her. That afternoon, Akia was on Facebook Messenger telling different people that she was going to get the keys to the new place on Mount Street that day. One friend asked her if Michael was actually going to be present for everything, including the baby shower. Akia answered that he was. The last known contact between Akia and Michael occurred for 58 seconds by phone at 3.44 p.m. At 3.45 p.m., Michael was picked up from work by a Lyft driver through a ride requested by Akia. Michael's ride was set up to travel the 13 to 15 minutes north to Akia's apartment. He was dropped off at approximately 4 p.m. Between 5.35 p.m. and 5.40, Michael and Haley called each other four times, and then again at 6.05. At 6.16, Michael calls his brother. At 6.18, Haley called Michael and they talked for eight minutes. Remember that Akia's last known outgoing message was at 5.22 p.m., sending the baby shower invite and nothing beyond that. With this in mind, it would seem that the pressure in this triangle and the lies around it has swelled to a point that Michael and Haley's relationship could no longer tolerate. He chose Haley and the only way out in his mind was elimination. Approximately one hour after Akia's last outgoing message, Michael's phone starts to move away from the apartment and towards downtown Baltimore. He is communicating with Haley again. He got on a bus and a little after 7 p.m., he arrived alone at his brother's house about 12 minutes away from Akia's apartment. Although Akia wasn't with him, he had her phone, according to cell phone records. The last ping on her device was at 6.57 p.m., May 3, 2017. His brother later said through testimony that Michael was acting strangely and out of character. He didn't ask for anything to eat, which was always a request when he came over, and he also brought a 40-ounce beer with him, which was unusual because he never had any money. No location information was found for Michael's phone after 7.13 p.m. until the next morning when he was at work. Two days later, on Saturday, May 6, at 11.33 a.m., he changed his phone number, a full 24 hours before the baby shower was scheduled. His phone never called the Kias, but did show text messages going to her number that went unanswered. After she was reported missing and police searched her apartment, they focused their attention on Michael. There was no information on the other roommate she had at the time, 
but it is assumed that at some point she may have moved out of the apartment once or shortly after Michael came to stay, especially if Akia made her plans known that she intended to move somewhere else. Michael avoided the police as much as possible. The first time they were able to talk with him was by telephonic interview on May 9th. They were not able to connect with him again after that until June 15, 2017. And after that, not until October 19, 2017. Within two days of that last call, Michael, Haley, and their two children moved nearly 11 hours away to Muskegon, Michigan to be closer to Haley's family. In interviews, Michael lied to police saying he last saw Akia on Monday, May 1st, although cell records show otherwise. When police asked if he planned to move with Akia to an apartment on Mount Street, he said no. When police showed him the photos of the apartment he sent to Akia, he admitted he sent them to her, but that they never went to see the place because she was on bed rest. When the photos Michael sent to Akia were reverse searched, they learned that he manipulated her into thinking it was Mount Street, when in fact it was a place on the east side of Baltimore being rented for $2,875 a month, which is not something either of them would be able to afford. The deposit was also much higher than the $900 Akia was made to believe. To explain the change in phone number, he said he was receiving threatening calls and messages from Akia's family, which makes zero sense since no one was aware of her being missing the day before her baby shower. Police warrants and searches revealed devastating and incriminating search history in Michael's Google account, which included topics for trash pickup, landfills, where does Baltimore City trash go after pickup, Baltimore City landfill, and more. These searches were conducted days after local Fox 45 News aired a report on Akia's disappearance. The dumpsters at Akia's old apartment were just outside of her door, and the garbage was picked up a few times a week. Based on Google Street photos, it seemed like many neighbors would be using the same dumpster, and it wasn't extremely protected from animals coming around at night, so frequent pickup didn't seem unusual. The trash from Akia's complex would be transported by rail car to a landfill in Northern Virginia. When police spoke with the engineers at this landfill, they estimated that 500,000 tons of waste was processed through the facility between April 10th and July 7, 2017. There was no way she would be found there at this point, but Michael's searches confirm exactly what happened to Akia and their unborn son. He never made any attempts to help her family look for her, evaded police, murdered a viable fetus, and moved away with Haley and their two children. On February 1, 2022, Michael was arrested in Michigan for the murders of Akia and their unborn son, who was going to be named Anubis. 25 witnesses and 60 pieces of evidence were presented at the trial, including Michael's siblings and other family members who mentioned how disturbing his behavior was leading up to and after Akia's disappearance. They didn't even want him around. He was obsessed with Greek mythology, and all of his seven children had the names of gods. Anubis was the grave protector, which eerily may have demonstrated the child's fate and no one realized it. Testimony included Michael's possible association 
or deep interest in a specific cult, but the court did not allow the questioning to continue, so no further details were gleaned from this. Akia's father, Sean, angrily recalled how Michael actually laughed a few times in court, finding the circumstances of his situation and Akia's to be of no importance. A former co-worker of Michael's mentioned that after he had been fired, they crossed paths. When questioned about whether this co-worker thought Michael seemed upset about Akia and their child not yet being found, they said no. It seemed he was more upset about losing his job because of the investigation and him being a person of interest. He just did not care. It was so difficult for the family to witness this evil up close and unfiltered. We wonder, did Haley ever look at the children she shared with Michael and think about how it could have been one of those lives he took before they had a chance to live and that she could have been in Akia's place if certain factors were modified. It is possible that her mind never went in this direction as Michael's cousin, who was very close with Akia in helping her plan the baby shower, testified that Haley physically attacked Akia just two weeks before her disappearance.